Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. You know what time it is. It's Wisdom Wednesday podcast with your host, Dr. Mary Seegers. And today is Wednesday, July the 20th, 2022. And for the entire month of July, we're doing a seven-month check-in on your goals. You know, we set our goals, but yet do we actually follow up, uh, be committed to them, and make sure we're on target to accomplish our goals. So before I introduce my wonderful guests, I want, you know the drill, grab your coffee. Or water. Definitely your water with this heat wave we're having in the, in the States here. <laughs> or maybe you want your orange juice or your uh, tea and join in on the conversation. I want to officially welcome my friend and my guest, Edna White. Welcome to our, our podcast. How are you this morning? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So glad to we finally come together to do this. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes. Listen, I want to share with the audience a little bit more about this uh, phenomenal woman. Edna White is a successful entrepreneur, childhood sexual abuser, survivor, and advocate, life purpose coach, ordained evangelist, and public speaker with a straightforward, no-nonsense, high-energy approach that identifies and dissolves the hidden blocks that keep you stuck after life-changing trauma. Oh, wow, we're gonna unpack that (laughs) for sure. If she is not doing what she loves, she is spending time with those she loves. And with that, I just wanna officially welcome you, Edna. You know you have to expound on that. You have to expound on that. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, so, um, yeah, thank you for having me. And um, my focus is really about um, unpacking those things that we kind of repeat, you know. Um, and I'm being a trauma survivor myself. I saw that I was repeating a lot of things um, and I started taking note on myself, like, Why am I repeating that? And a lot of times when we repeat things, we don't just, you know, we don't think about it. Ah, you know, we just keep going on and on. And this thought and this data that I've collected started when I was a Sunday school teacher. And I was teaching children from the ages of nine to 14. And I saw that they were holding on to the worries of their families. Like, so if they were families were in poverty, um, they were holding on to that worry. So they developed, you know, nail biting. They developed, you know, eating habits, bad eating habits. They developed um, worry, anxiety real early, you know, or attention deficits. And I found that family life kind of contributed to that. So in, in my studies, I, I created um, a, a um, program called How to Scream Without Yelling. And screaming is different than yelling because screaming has no, you know, has no, it just comes from anywhere. It comes from all the emotional energy, but the yelling has a direction, you know, yelling has a direction and yell at someone that you're looking at or you're focused on. You just don't go yelling in the air. You yell at some, for something or to someone. So. When I developed that program, it was easy for our children, the children that I was serving, be able to talk to their parents. So 
in the culmination of, of the Vacation Bible School, we had the parents come and the parent, they were able to speak to their parents, you know, whether it be raised voice or, you know, um, firmness and the parents understood. So I, I learned through all of that, that the children are just a replication of who we are. They're just small bodies. <laughs> so the, it, when the children are suffering, so are the parents. So trauma is generated from generation to generation and we have to learn to stop that. So the biggest thing is that we always say, oh, you're stupid. That's the smallest thing. But the, that little stupid a thousand times will penetrate and that child will, will say, I am stupid. Not knowing what stupid really is, you know? Right, right. <laughs> they think it's something that they're either dumb or they're not qualified, they're not, you know, they're not purposeful, they're just not nothing, they're lower than dirt. Wow. So create, stopping those smaller things really creates a child that can say, I have, I have um, control over my body. You know, I, I'm the one that have control over my body. I'm the one that has control over what you say to me. I'm the one that has control over my spiritual growth, not you, but me. I'm the one that controls my whole soul, who I am, what I am, and how I use all my skills. Wow. So that's what I, yeah. Wow. So, you know, in developing that program, even in Sunday school, it was a goal that you must have set. Oh, sure. After Absolutely. you recognized there was a problem and you wanted to uh, solve the problem. Right. So how, how do you go about setting your goals too, if you don't mind sharing with the audience? Sure. Well, I start, you know, you, I started um, by saying, okay, how much data do I need? So number one is do your research. Um, a lot of times we want to solve a problem, but we don't do research to follow it up. So wow. do your research on what you want to do. That's number one. You just don't go out and the scripture says what man plans a house or that doesn't plan for it. You know, cre wants to create a house and doesn't plan for it. You have count to the whole cost. Yeah, count up yeah the, the whole cost. cost. So we don't do that. We don't go and do the research. How much is going to cost? What solution? Um, what the solution is going to be and how much that costs. Mm -hmm. So that would be the first thing is to, to, to really research and have the data that you need. And then you can set the goal because if you can set, you set the goal and say, okay, I want to have a solution for this in six months, but is six months enough data to, to provide for that solution? Probably not, but you, you have to do the research first and then set the goal. Now, a lot of times we set a goal with no date. Mm, yes. We set we set a goal and say, oh well, we'll do this in six months. Um, but six months from November, six months from when? You know, <laughs> you start time. You have to have a start time and you have to end date. Mm -hmm. And then you can change it along the way if you have if you've done your research and said, okay, this this is not coming out correctly. Let me change this date to obtain more data. Let me let me do this to, to obtain more information that I need to make this goal a solution and not something that you just, an idea. Because an idea is, is just something in the air. Right. But when you create a solution, it's something like really foundational and that people can say, oh, well, you know what? That's the solution. I know this is the idea I have, but here, here he or she has the solution. Let me go, let me gravitate towards that. Let me do that. And those are actionable steps. Those are not just the idea floating here. 
solutions or actionable steps. Yes. Wow. So it's more involved uh, in a goal because, you know, I said earlier too, um, in a couple other episodes before, that uh, we need to write them down and yeah. make sure that they're smart goals, which you were um, referring to about timeline, make sure they're measurable and all of that. And then, will your goals to be accomplished, will it take only you to do that or will it require yeah people your team you know gotta allow for that sometime i'm all ready but i gotta wait for my team or i gotta wait for you know you have to that's important important. it really is important i've learned along the way that um we all know three thousand people whether we talk to them talk to them again or not we know them Uh okay we don't use them the proper way we may use them oh something comes up oh let me call them ah no that's not how you do that right (laughs) you have to build that along the way and we forget that people are sensitive just like us so if you call somebody and want them to help you on it's the same event and you haven't talked to them since you last met them (laughs) how would you think they would feel they would probably feel used building relationships is important along this route we are not those those relationship builders the the two hands and this one mouth are very important for relationship building okay and especially these two ears these two (laughs) information okay information that you don't have Mm -hmm. so using those things that god has given us to build relationships not create them because you can create a relationship doesn't mean you're building one you can build you you gotta build it and it takes work it takes effort and it takes you doing this on a consistent basis so if you want to build a team like you said your team has got to know what you're doing and if you're excited yeah like you said i'm excited to do this the team's not ready the team's not ready because they have a part to play that they want to make it proficient and effective so all your your height you know heightened excitement you know right Own it down a little bit and wait, and then it'll come out just great. And you can use that energy, that zeal, that zest in that project once that those teammates are ready. Yeah, that's so powerful and so true. Edna, would you mind sharing a little bit about your group? It's called Wounded to Wonderful, and I love the name. Okay, yeah, I I um created the name because um I was wounded and um. I always heard people say, I'm doing wonderful, I'm doing wonderful. Then I hear the backstory, it's like, oh, you're not doing too wonderful. You know, <laughs> you're saying that, but mm-hmm. I was wounded and my little, I guess it was a little emoji I had, had, had a heart with two band-aids on it, a broken heart with two band-aids on it. Yeah. And wounded to wonderful, you have to rip those band-aids off and actually get some air. And then, and that the air is really, understanding and being aware of yourself air is aware being aware of yourself okay what do i have to fix because a lot of times we don't want to fix that we want to cover it up with the band-aid and continue on but little do you know it kind of shows up in everything you do it shows up in your life your relationship building and your business perfect example what I work on in the wounded to wonderful group is I first work on you like what patterns are you taking from 
the last generation with you that's stopping you from doing what you need to do wow. in this life. Mm-hmm. So if you're just a parent, say you're a stay-at-home mom, right. why are your children going awry? Why are you, 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 can't, you call me and say, I can't get them under control. You know, they're, they're, they're doing this and they're doing that. What are you carrying from your last generation to this generation that you are, are not gaining control or training your child in with the way they should go? Wow. What are you doing? Wow. So just something as simple as that, being aware makes you wonderful because now your role is fulfilled. Now you're, you're gaining control over your role as a parent you're now gaining control and you can now see, okay, I, I see now what I'm doing from my past, what my mom or my grandmother passed to me, I see now, I see it now. So I don't, I'm gonna stop that and I'm gonna help my generation, this little tribe that I have and change that. Just something as simple as a role change, being a you know, woundedness in a role. You know, even another step is even being, you know, your own business. You may um, take on certain patterns and habits that when you go to create an entrepreneurial, you know, you're going to be an entrepreneur and even an authorpreneur, but you're not charging enough for your services. Well, I start thinking, well, they may not want to pay for what I have. But experience, and we know this from, from you know our own lives, experience is the mother of all teachers. And if you share that ex- experience effectively, you can charge what you want for. You can, you know. Every day we take people's word for things like you know Oprah. We take Oprah's um, you know advice. We take Yana Van Zant's advice. We take. Um, Les Brown's advice, but what is it? Experience. An experience that is written down and quantified because guess what? They're successful. That, so we don't, in, entre, in our entrepreneurship, we don't charge enough for what we're worth. We don't research and know our competitors because I always say to myself, well, Oprah's my competitor. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yonel is my competitor, you know, but I also know my local competitors. I know them. What is it that I do differently or what is it that I'm not going to do that, that they're doing that sets me apart? We don't investigate those things because of generational patterns and just not having the, the, the education or not asking someone like you someone like me because oh if we ask that means that we're don't know everything right that's that's our ego right (laughs) it's our ego and then where does it go back to well it goes back to our training and as a child you better not ask for help you know how to do this you know and that and we've all experienced a strong woman you're a strong woman that's detrimental in its own self because you may not ask for help. You may not ask for anybody for help and then stumble along the way until you really learn it. And guess what? It's kind of like too late. 
you know, so you, those patterns, wounded to wonderful, is those patterns that we break in the group. We address real things, real things that we don't want necessarily want to talk about, but we have to talk about, and we have to be aware of. It's like the elephant in the room. You you, you, you got to talk about it, right? <laughs> you can't avoid it. We have it. to eat the elephant. We got to eat him. Gotta eat them. Right, right. One bite at a time, right? That's right. We gotta eat them. We gotta eat them. So that's that's it. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I know. Also, you had a goal to do your own. You have a podcast. We were talking before we came on air. Can you share a little bit about that? That was a goal that you set in the name of your podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the podcast was born out of. It was called Keeping It Real on Purpose, and that's what I what I do is live life on purpose, and your purpose can change. Many times over. No matter what your role is, it can change many times over. But you want to be successful at your purpose. So it's keeping it real on purpose. Um, we in this world we have is everything's glamour, everything's filters, you know, everything just you know put out differently, you know, and we don't talk about the challenges of being an author. We don't talk about challenges of being an entrepreneur. We don't say this is the challenge or this is the failure we don't talk about that we talk about all the glorious stuff right but in all of that work we don't talk about how we failed at um just putting up our linkedin account we failed at that because no one reached out to us you know we, we had a million likes but we received no clients from that we don't talk about that mm -hmm. This is what keeping it real on purpose is about, you know, those CEOs, how do they got there and what their failures and challenges are. These authors, um, businesswomen, you know, all of that failures and challenges and making them real. A lot of time, um, a lot of times we see people, but we don't know, we don't, you know, see, we don't recognize what makes them real. Like we see all the glamour. Right what make we don't see what makes them real and my podcast introduces some people good people and, and people who are doing great things but they also share their failures and being real with themselves and how things really happen right, right. <laughs> the the real way real. <laughs> you know along the way to get there to their right. success and mm -hmm. what they could do to make it even more successful that's what we talk about I know our audience can resonate with what you're saying because when we fail or when we miss the mark that helps us to grow mm -hmm. set refocus so we can go you know go on and do better you know but sometimes people you know I look at how they do the little little league with the children they don't want they want you want to be a winner there's only one winner you know and so you're, you're the second or you're the third and that's okay and that is okay because next time you'll do harder do better and so you can be number one but we're always trying to um give them an easy way out i think that's really going to be detrimental to our, our future leaders because you know we will fall we will get back up you know and that's not right. the end of the world you no. know just keep going dust yourself off and keep right. it you know our weaknesses actually show us our strengths if we look wow that's powerful you got to yeah. say that again <laughs> our weaknesses show us our strengths if we look um when um i perfect example i went to my granddaughter's um field day 
and she's only six. And, so, <laughs> you know, and they always given awards and everything. So she didn't do too well. And she just looked at me and said, well, why didn't you do well? And she said, well, I forgot to do this, this, and this. I said, okay, so next time, remember, yes. you know, and I said, you're really strong with this. Hit it harder this way, right? right? And then you have less to go. And she goes, so accentuating their strengths over their weaknesses is a very powerful tool in itself, even for yourself. Even when you fail at work or get a bad review, right? You get a bad review. Okay, you're looking at, oh my gosh, I didn't make enough phone calls. Yeah, you didn't. You know you didn't, right? <laughs> so, That's you know a reality. That's <laughs> a reality. So you know you didn't. So how, the word is, how can I make more calls? What is it that I'm doing that keeps me off this goal? You look at it differently. You you ask yourself each each negative, you ask yourself what you're doing and then accentuate on your positives and say, okay, maybe I'm not good at calls. Maybe I can do this instead of calls and get them to call me and start the conversation. Be creative about how you use your strengths. I'm not that that great with um, you know, um, with di direct messages. So I'm always have to look to someone else to do that because I'm 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 a um, bullet point person. I'm always this this and this. <laughs> too fluffy and then hey, you know, I'm more that in person than in the DM. So I have to learn. And how do I learn? I ask for someone to help me who's a professional in that area and get that learning and then be able to do it a lot better. So we, we lean on our strengths more than our weaknesses. And if you don't have a strength in an area, learn. That's, that's, that's it. Put the effort in to learn. Yes. I like how you said that. Um, when you do your seven month checkup, you know, you say, well, I, I'm not going to be able to make this goal. Right. Don't. It's not the end of the world, you know. Strategize, re-strategize, refocus it. Okay, you know, because we all have goals in our lives, personal goals, you know, business goals, uh, spiritual goals. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we put so much on ourselves that we're not really learning how to uh, make sure that they work out. You know, you may have to ask questions. You know, and yeah. so um, it's, you got to keep striving to always. Right. Purpose right. that those go, right. you know. I um, wrote a book that I was challenged on. It's called The Big Ask. Oh. And what it is, and uh -huh. what it is, it's a workbook that asks you all the questions for every goal you, you have. So wow. you, you reflect in it, it, it asks you deep questions about why do you want it? Because intent is really important. Yes. You get intent. Mm -hmm. Is your intent for this goal to do something that's what is your real intent? Is it power? Oh. Is it notoriety? Is it celebrityism? What is it? Yes. Right. And you and the goal has to really what you're doing. Like say you want to you want to open up a nonprofit. What is the reason why? Why do you want to do that? Most of my clients say, Well, I I, I can get grants. Oh, that's not a goal. <laughs> right. Right. That's not a goal. That's what you want. Right. You know, right. you want to get paid from that. That's what you want. But what is the goal of the nonprofit? What's the mission? Yeah. Who's serving? Wow. What are you serving? 
mm-hmm. you know, how, how, how are you using your abilities to serve? Are you doing that now? This the book that's called The Big Ass mm-hmm. really gets into the deep questions, especially about intent, because intent is behind everything. It's the reason why you succeed long-term. The intent is the reason why you succeed long-term. If your intent is not right and not aligned with what God's purpose is in your life, guess what? Short-term. Wow. Short-term. Yes. Totally agree. And I like how you said the intent. Uh, When I was speaking earlier um, in my podcast, I was saying, does your goal... Uh, mm-hmm. connects or align with your why and so yes. that that goes right in what you're talking about the intent right. you know so you, you got to search your heart first to know sure. and you got to be you got to be real with yourself a lot of this is being real with yourself because mm-hmm. you want long-term success you want you know to be um where you want to be in every um era of your life every 10 years you want to be where you need to be you know you you have it at seven years okay you Every seven years, check yourself. Have you made that goal? I I could pretty put put money on it. Maybe seventy five percent of people don't go back to their original goal that they've written down, and they forgot where they wrote it because they got it in a million books <laughs> <laughs> on the phone, you know, in the computer, and they don't go back mm-hmm. and then just say, oh, I, you know, I didn't reach this goal, and this is my plan for seven months. I didn't do it. I remember um, I had wrote down a goal in um, in a, one of these books. And you know how you have a book written down, you know? Oh, yeah. And I go back to the book and I was like, oh, I reached this goal. And I was like, wow, I reached it, didn't even know about it, didn't even realize it. And guess what I did? I stopped and I celebrated. Then I said, okay, what am I going to do special for myself today? Because I meet, wrote, I got to this goal, didn't even realize I got to the goal, didn't celebrate it, and didn't tell nobody. So. You have to do all those things. Hey, sisters, you know, hey, brothers, I attained this goal, celebrate with me, you know? Or like I did, I, I would call all my friends, you know what I did today? And I said, what? Let's go out, you know, and I said, I did da, 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 da. Let's go out, have a have a drink, tea. Let's go sit at the beach, you know, just celebrate. I just bask in the celebration because we don't appreciate each other, ourselves enough. We want the reason why we want so much appreciation from other people, we don't celebrate ourselves enough. And that has so much uh, truth in it because I always say celebrate the small wins. Oh, yes, encouragement to do the big ones, you know. Right, so we have to encourage ourselves sometimes, right? Right, (laughs) most of the time, we got to be our we got to be our own cheerleader for someone else to cheer for us. Wow. We, we kind of confuse ego with, you know, being very happy and excited about the gifts that you're given. And you have to handle your gifts that you're given with preciousness and celebrate them like, wow, I was given that gift. You know, I was given the gift of writing. I knew that when I was five. Wow. I knew that I knew how to, you know, I was writing to an unknown God that I had no idea about never and I was writing and I knew just to just to write was the thing for me to do I knew that was a gift so I celebrate that I celebrate that and I inspire other people to do that just that and in my going that route I love to inspire people I love to see because I can see how beautiful they are and what their their gifts are and it it, it really kind of scared me in the beginning I was like wow 
you're really good at this. And I would say, you know, you're really great at You should keep doing that. And I would just walk away. I would walk up to someone, someone would be really pretty. Oh, you are beautiful. You're really beautiful. And walk away. And they're like, thank you. Inspiration, you know, I, that was one of my gifts. Wow. So I use it to help and inspire other people. But I first got to do it through me. I have to go back to who was my first love? Me. Right. I was oh, at five years old. You didn't know anybody. You loved your mother, but you <laughs> loved your father. But you knew right. that you were the only one you could rely on. When you fell off the, the swing, guess what you did? Ouch! Mm -hmm. Tried a little bit. Guess what you did? You got right back on and conquered it because you were your your own inspiration. That's what we got to get back to. Is if we fall and scrape ourselves, if we fail at something, get right back on. Yes. I'm and get on that swing and go higher. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Oh, and, and you know, and we don't get enough of that. We, we, we're not taught that, but you know, yes. kind of learn it through trial and error. Mm -hmm. Amazing when you said uh, we're our own cheerleader. <clears throat> this morning, I put something on social media. You have to check it out. Edna. Okay, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that about uh, we have to push ourselves as a little uh like a little slide and this little child and she's pushing look like her dad down the slide and then when she gets up and get ready she put, put her hands in the back of her own and push her own self up <laughs> it's the cutest thing exactly. i That's said so powerful in so many levels you know sure help others but you got to encourage yourself too and so that's exactly, just exactly what exactly. you said i love it i love it <laughs> it's so imperative it's so important to celebrate yourself uh, and in that same vein when we you know we may be our seven month goal maybe to lose 15 pounds you know we beat ourselves up um, because we expect ourselves to be 25 for the end of time you know <laughs> yeah you got a little wrinkle here you got a wrinkle here that comes with time you know and guess what if you're taking care of yourself you can appreciate that you know yeah, I'm getting older. It's okay. I just got to take, put a little bit more lotion on it. I know. More, you know, <laughs> right. hydrate just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You're taking care of yourself and you can appreciate that. Body, about, you know, appreciating your body is, uh, I mean, with all that we have going on in, in the, the social media world, you have so much to compete with, you know, but you're your own competition. You know, you may have a wrinkle today, but then you put that that um that cream on. Oh, wow, next week I don't see it. <laughs> you compete against yourself. Don't compete against anyone else. Those wrinkles are there because of you're in a different stage than the 25 year olds. You know what I'm saying? But you could say, darn, I look good for this age. You know, I look good taking care of myself, doing the right things, dressing this Christmas tree up. You know, like it's supposed to be, you know, and and, and that's where you've got to be for even a seven month goal. I'm doing it, you know, appreciate every step to the seventh month. And then if you don't make it, okay, now what do I got to do to kind of, okay, I got to make this. What, what do I need to adjust? Do I, I didn't lose 15 pounds, but I lost 10. Hey, I did something. Hey, 10 pounds, you know, hey. Okay, now I need to adjust the date to get to that other five pounds. So that's okay, because I got, I need to, now the, the trick is, 
what we forget about these goals is maintenance. Ooh, wow. Oh, wow. Talk about it. Maintenance. About it. Yes. So yes. if we get to seven months, we accomplish our goals. Maintaining is the next step. Now I'm going to maintain the next seven months what I attained seven months prior. Then you don't have to go back over it. See, we got to add that word maintain at the end of the goal and then create the next goal, maintain last seven months Mm -hmm. and additional what I'm going to do the next seven months. Maintenance is important. And we forget about that, you know really do because when I was talking about a checkup you know we check our cars um, for the tires and batteries that's like mints if you think if you will and so we do the same thing with our own personal goals Mm -hmm. and maintenance is crucial crucial I've enjoyed this conversation we can go on and on but I want to share with the audience how they could reach out to you Uh, you know mine that you said about your book how yeah. Well, they can. I am on Instagram. I am on Twitter. I am on Facebook, and you can look me up EJW Coaching. And my books are on Amazon. But you can also find every book that I've talked about on my website at thisisforyou.com. Oh, I love that. I love that. that, that yes. So with this heat wave we're having throughout the nation, make sure you drink plenty of water so you're drinking your water as part of self-care. It is. Are there any last parting words you want to leave with the audience about goal and checking in on your goals, making sure they're going to be on target? Uh, I'll leave it to you. Well, my last thought is just to be kind to yourself. You know, be kind and go with the flow. If you don't meet it, there's a reason why you don't meet it. So suss out the reason why you don't meet it and then you'll find out really how to attain it. And please maintain it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well, you have a great day and thank you for taking time out of your space. Thank you. So that we can have this conversation. Yes, thank you. It was a very enjoyable conversation. Let's do it again on another scale. Absolutely, absolutely. Take care, my friend. All right, you too, thank you. Bye Bye now.